Hello, everyone. I am so excited to do the Pony Palooza episode. Um, it will be several episodes. It's a gigantic ship. It's an important ship. This show means so much to so many people. I'm so grateful to all the fans for being there and continuing to support the entire community. It really is such an incredible, incredible phenomenon, this fandom. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to step back and look at the whole phenomenon and what the fandom really means to so many people. To start with, we're going to talk with John Delancey, who voiced Discord. Of course, he's also from Breaking Bad, Star Trek, and a million different things. We're going to meet some awesome cosplayers. We're going to meet some kids whose lives um, were saved, changed, uh, given great meaning because of this show and the fans that come together. We're going to meet some pretty hot cosplayers. Greg loses his mind a little. I apologize. And... Um, it's just going to be a great time. Make sure to come back for part two where we delve into the Brony community and have a mega MLP cast reunion with a surprise celebrity fan. My only hint is that he is an Oscar winner. Um, and when you see it, you will be blown away by the authenticity he has to this fandom. Now on to our first guest, the incredible Mr. John Delancey. Good morning. Good morning. You look really, really, really handsome. Oh, that's that's really, really, really nice of you. I'm serious. I love the COVID growth or what's going on here. It's very sweet of you. First of all, let's introduce John. Um, for those of you who don't know John Delancey, he's a huge superstar. I mean, we watched you for years and years. You're just such a brilliant, iconic actor. And probably before My Little Pony, had you done much animation? Not much. I did something for Hanna-Barbera years ago, um, Johnny Quest. Yep, I did that too. And, um, and I played the, uh, the professor, I think it was. And, um, you know, and a few things like that. And then I had done a fair amount of uh, narration for um, Discovery Channel shows. Uh -huh. yeah, you got a great, he's got a great voice. Amazing wow. voice. Amazing voice. You already had such a huge fan base from Star Trek. And um, how did, how did you get, how did you get to be a pony? How did that, how did Discord all come to be? I got a call from my agent saying, I have an offer for you for, well, 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 well. They need for you to read the script right away. Can you do that? I said, yeah, just send it now. So I read maybe about three pages of it because it was just like in the middle of the day and what have you. And you know, I read about three pages of it and I saw immediately that it was well-written. And I thought, you know, it's a, it's a cartoon. I mean, how, how, you know, they're, I'm not murdering anybody or anything like that. So I just called back maybe about 15 minutes later and I said, sure. And then I went into the studio and with all these people there and, I, and Tara, you know this, you walk in and there are, you know, 10 people, let's say. Uh, and, you know, this is Bob and this is Karen and this is, and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then you go in and you get yourself situated. 
Lauren Faust was there, but I didn't know who that was, nor did I know that where she was in this pecking order of, 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 of these people there. And um, I did what I did. And then I walked away uh, quite literally never to think about this again. You did the job, but you just thought it's not going to amount to much or be so popular or whatever. I didn't think anything. I mean, I, you know, um, uh, I, you know, as a professional, um, listen, you know, Star Trek might have been a tomato that stuck on the wall, but it isn't because I thought it was going to stick on the wall. <laughs> I, I, um, I was doing one job. I came back from Japan. I shot um, Star Trek in two weeks and then I had another job. And so, you know, you're just going along and you do them as, as well as you can and you never know. And it was truly three months later that I came down to my office and um, opened up the computer and there in my, um, in my uh, inbox were, were hundreds of emails that said MLP. And, I, and I'm, I'm going, what is MLP? What does that mean? And, uh, and, I, and, then, you know, and then one of them said, my little pony, obviously I put it together. And then I, I yelled up to my wife. I said, what do you know about My Little Pony? And, um, and she said, well, it's a, it's a cartoon that you did about three months ago. And it's for little girls. And I said, well, let me tell you something. These are not little girls that are writing me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I called my agent and I said, um, what have you got me into? What have you gotten me into? And and I said, and, and then that was the beginning of it. And that was the beginning. And then that's when I knew that something something had taken place. Oh my gosh. What a great story. By the way, John, you know, our show is all about love in fandom and yeah. shipping. And shipping is a term, of course, for relationships. And so Greg and I are on a show called Teen Titans for 20 years now. And it's like a very popular ship is Beast Boy and Raven. I always learn new words from you. I don't remember where it was, but I remember that we were sitting there, you know, signing. Yeah. And you were the first one who used the word trolling for oh. me. Oh. Trolling. Oh, that. Oh, they're just trolling. And I go, mm. what does that mean? <laughs> and you explained to me what the word trolling meant. <gasps> wow, I've had to learn some internet words the hard way, but I am quite educated now. I I remember meeting you. First of all, my sister um, Marlo was such a big fan. She I knew every cue line back and forth, and um, I was totally starstruck when I saw you. And then we started talking, and oh, you're like, oh, you're Twilight. I, I it was at a con, and mm -hmm. you're like, tell me about the Bronies, <laughs> and um. So I explained that my first experience with them was online and how they're just this incredible supportive fandom that come together against bullies and they're just these amazing people. And then you're like, I'm going to make a, a documentary about them. And you were so inspired. You did. And uh, yeah, from, from my point, uh, from, from my perspective, what happened was, is that after this experience with my computer and all this stuff, I, I went up to, um, Vancouver to shoot something. And I was there for um, maybe 10 days or so. And these very polite, well-dressed uh, young men kept on coming up to me in restaurants and saying, would you sign this? And 
I, I, you know, and I said, what is this? And he says, it's for my little pony. And I said, um, guys, why are you watching this? I mean, what is the, what is the allure? I wasn't like, why are you watching this? What is the allure? I wanted to know. And so they sort of kind of explained a little bit. And it was then that I began to understand. I had uh, um, Leonard Nimoy and I, I had, a, I had directed Leonard in a show. And at, at the end of the show, at the end of the process, I said, did you have a good time? And he said, yes, I had a great time. I said, well, you know, Leonard, I have an idea for a company. And uh, let me explain it to you. So I went over to his office and I, I explained to him the, 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 and so he and I created a company that I, that I had this idea for called Alien Voices. And um, we were gonna start out by doing classic science fiction. Uh, I was gonna write it in, with a partner called uh, Nat Sigaloff. And then Leonard and I were going to voice it and bring all sorts of actors in and you know, stuff like that. And I used to ask Leonard a lot about how was it that you were on a, let's face it, a failed television show that barely made it three years when television shows back then were going 10 years, 17 years. This was a failed television show. When did you know that, that you that something was was taking place something was changing in the fan base uh and he would we would talk a lot about that how he would be asked to go to people's houses and and you know to sit around in in a in a living room of star trek fans and then that would become like you know restaurants and then it got to be like a you know like a, a little lecture hall and you know, and so with this, with my little pony and the bronies, I began to go, you know, something is happening here. Something is happening here. And that's when I decided, a friend of mine had said to me, um, uh, you ought to do a documentary. And I said, oh, I have no, uh, it would be presumptuous of me to do a documentary. I've done one episode. Why would I, I don't even know about this stuff. And, uh, and then he sent me, I, I, I've never been a Fox News person. I've always felt that they've done a lot of damage to our country. And um, so he sent me something that he knew was gonna hit me. And that was, it was a Fox News thing going, uh, bronies, the latest degradation in our culture. Bronies are a bunch of homosexuals who live at home in their, in, in their parents' basement on food stamps and disability so they can watch cartoons all day. And I went, damn it, I'm gonna make that documentary because that's not fair. That's just not fair. And these kids who are very polite and have come into this shade, as it were, they've come into to get, you know, to, to not be buffeted by the world as much in the same way that Star Trek fans came in under this tent. They're, they're creating a tent and they need some protection. And that's when you and I talked. And I said, would you be at all interested? I mean, that's a, a such a beautiful story and such an yeah. important one. And wow, we met so many amazing fans and there were, there still are, of course, a lot of stories of these kids being bullied, but physically attacked, um, 
one kid almost died. Um, and it's such a tragedy. And so thank you for even thinking of being a voice for them. It's, it's very special. And how many, how many military people did we find? Uh, who a were, lot. We a had a lot. big party. We had a big army yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys are hot. I mean, they're yeah. like, and yeah. they're like, you know, they sing the songs from the show during battles to get them through hard times or paint Pinkie Pie on their, right, right. On their tanks and have crazy tattoos of the show. It's just right, amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the show had this, marvelous songwriter, a marvelous musician, uh, um, Daniel Ingram, who was uh, was really terrific. I mean, really prolific. I mean, his songs were, <laughs> and my one and only song that I've ever sung was was on this show. And he was very, he was very frustrated with me. <laughs> <laughs> John, what did you think when you first saw the drawing of that character? And when they told you like his backstory, he does have a very interesting origin story. You know, I saw that character drawing maybe for an instant before I started in. I mean, I had made, you know, a lot of choices already. So it wasn't, it wasn't really, a, I, I, I'm more word oriented. So um, I knew that what I was gonna do would fit. Um, you know, I have tremendous respect for um, for the voice um, actors who, uh, I mean, you guys are really professionals at it. I, I, I just, you know, I, I, I'm essentially playing myself all the time. So, you know, it's nothing, there's nothing, uh, I'm not changing anything and what have you. I remember when I was doing Johnny Quest, you know, they, we, we would, we would be there, we'd be ready to go. And they would go down the line going, you know, you know, and Bob, we want you to play this character, this character, and this character. And I'm like, like Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. I only have one, <laughs> please. please. <laughs> and also I'm very dyslexic. So I don't read, I have to prepare the, I have to have seen the words beforehand and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm not in your echelon as it were. Finally, the respect that we, we deserve. Thank you, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me just say, just because there are many on camera actors that come in and, and are not good at bringing forth the characters to life with their voices. So even though you, which I, I don't know is true or not may not have a bag of other voices and be think of consider yourself as versatile as some of the greats you are actually a genius voice actor not everyone can do both like when i sat next to mark hamill doing the joker when i was doing batgirl i was blown away every time because he is someone that could successfully do both and you are and your character really spoke to a lot of people it's huge have you seen i'm sure you have like art and received all kinds of gifts at cons and and how much your character means to people. Do you have a favorite fan story from any con experience? You know, they're sort of composite stories uh, because um, I've had such a long uh, period of time. I mean, I I started out doing plays. I, uh, so I've always, I, I did that until I was maybe about 28 or so. So I did that. Then I did um, a lot of film work. Then I went back into the theater 
And then I spent a few years on a soap opera where I created a character that became extremely popular. So I had that experience now of what it was like to be, you know, kind of in this ocean of, of fandom. Uh, and then after that was Star Trek. So they're all kind of um, mushed together for me. What I like about the, um, about the Brony community is a little bit of what I like about the Star Trek community. And that is, is that when I was growing up, you were either a sports fan or you were kind of nothing amongst your own peers. You know, if you watched science fiction and stuff like that, you were just considered kind of like, you know, I, I don't know, a sissy or something. Hmm. Um, and so what was sort of nice about the, the Brony community is that they're more, um, there are a lot of kids in that community who gravitated to it, who are, um, I, I don't know exactly what the medical term is, uh, you know, they're, is it OCD or um, Asperger or what, what is it? Well, when you're at Comic-Cons, there's such a wide spectrum of what the spectrum is. And some right. kids are autistic and some kids have Asperger's and some are completely what you would consider normal. And it's funny, I was talking to Lauren Faust about this, that um, she said, you know, I think I have, I'm somewhere on the spectrum because when I created this world of My Little Pony as a young girl, she created it to offset the fact that the show at that time was really just to sell toys and didn't have a lot of depth. And she created this whole world as a child and then brought it forth in this series that speaks to your right, a huge community around the world. And she said, I think I'm a little like that. And I said, well, maybe all creative people are a little bit like that. And I, I love them so much and we all connect with them so much, but it's a big spectrum of. of it is a big spectrum. Yeah. And, and people, People um, approach, uh, people come into it from all, so many different angles. One of the things which I thought that we did, we did well for the documentary was that we included how many different um, angles there were uh, mm -hmm. and people. And I'll never forget the guy with the beard and he's talking with a Brooklyn accent. Oh, he's yeah. got like this. And he's going, look at this, who would have taught, you know, and he has, he's, his fingernails are painted. Yeah. And, you know, a year ago, if somebody told me that I would have been, you know, I've had painted fingernails and stuff like that. And I, I love that. Um, I love that. Um, that slice of life there. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's not, it's sort of in the, in the cracks. It's, yeah. it's not one or the other. It's, 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 it's in between. And we met so many great parents that were supporting their kids too. And like, like you yes. say, they would never be dressing up as pony people or really getting into it to support their kids. It was, it's a very beautiful fandom really. Right. And right. by the way, you just did another voice. So. Yeah, that was good. The voice of the dad. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, but it seems to have waned now. Is that, am I correct in all of that? I, I think so. I think, you know, there haven't been new episodes. The show is done. Um, there's going to be a whole new bunch of ponies. So, um, you know, I guarantee you if they said that we're going to do a special with Discord and the original ponies, people would like that a lot. Um, but this is just not yeah. what they're doing right now. And the fans are still out there, but not as verbal or as big a community as it used to be. That's for sure. 
And are the same people who did the last show, are they involved at all? Not the actors. It's all new ponies. But um, but, uh, I, I but assume... what about the writers and the producers? Are they the same? I don't know if they're um, they're not going to all be the same. I'm sure there'll yeah. be some crossover. But yeah. yeah. But then then again, there will be fans that are fans for life. You know this. We met fans in their 70s and 80s that were just big My Little right. Pony fans forever. Right. So right, right, it's right. amazing. But, you know, you did also say one more thing I want to tap into, which I think is part of your creative genius, is you said an ocean of fans and information. You have a love for the ocean. Can you tell our people what you like to do in your spare time? It's so extraordinary. Oh, I- <laughs> It's pretty extraordinary. I sail quite a bit. Mm. Matter of fact, I am. Um, I just got a new boat. I sail long distance. My last trip, my 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 only really big big trip, was um, from here from from uh, Ventura, California, to um, the Marqueses, then on to the Tuamotos, which are the largest uh, coral archipelago in the world. And then, wow. and then into the Society Islands, which include Tahiti and Raiatea and Bora Bora. And then, um, that and, then and then 50, 52 days back, uh, um, you know, back, back to, uh, what's that? Back to Ventura. Wow. Our first That's- real ship it show shipping God, really. You are. <laughs> you are definitely- and you like to go alone, right? Well, I don't, those type of trips, I don't sail alone. I, I, there was a young man who actually had never sailed before, who was a very close friend of my uh, sons, one of my sons, and he wanted to go. And I said, sure. Then I taught him how to sail. Um, uh, I go alone just out here uh, into the Channel Islands and I'll spend uh, you know, four or five days or a week or, or a week and a half or so. But um but you know, long long distance trips are not really what I'm going to be doing too much anymore. Um, uh, they're very very hard on you, physically really hard because yeah. wow. you're just never sleeping. Wow, what got you interested in that? I started sailing when I was ten years old. My father, um, uh, uh, my father was a performer. He was he was a musician. And so I didn't get to see him very much and he enjoyed sailing. So we would sail together, which was, uh, so I think at first it was the sort of thing where um, it was an opportunity to be with him. And then, uh, and then clearly I, I, I took it further than that. Wow. Yeah, you're officially cool. our captain now. You're the you're captain, captain of the Super Show. You're a captain. <laughs> <laughs> you're captain, John. Now, if you were on Batman, did you did, did you meet Arlene Sorkin? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I love Arlene. I I would watch her do Harley, and I was just blown away. Yeah. You know, the part was created for her. She is the quintessential Harley for sure. Are you friends? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, actually, it was Arlene and I who created this. Uh, this uh, very very successful couple on this soap opera, as a matter of fact, and they 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 had copycat couples like us on other soap operas um, mm. because of what we did. Was that the soap that they inspired that inspired Harley? Was that the one where she was dressed as a Harlequin? 
Uh, I guess so. I mean, it's the only soap she did. So yeah. Which, wow. What soap was it? It was Days wow. of Our Lives. Yeah, oh, okay. That's so cool. You're the original Joker. That's cool. I did a drug dealer on General Hospital like six episodes, and then they they killed me. But I yeah. I'm so sorry. Will yeah. you give her my love if you speak to her? I will. I will. Aww. I will. John, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, it's been such a treat. You're such a beloved character, such an important character. Um, if there's anything you want to talk about up and coming or where to follow you or any messages you have for the fans. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed um, getting those scripts uh, every once in a while with, uh, with the character of Discord. They were, they were always fun. And I think probably the part about it that I enjoyed the most is that when people would ask me, you know, who don't watch the show and didn't understand what the story was about, I said, you know, um, I played this character who's wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, and um, I remember a, a particular episode very fondly where I get, I, I have a friend. I now have a friend. And then I get very jealous of the fact that she brings another friend into the circle. And I said, you know, I understand that this is a, this is in a way a, a lesson for you know young people for eight year olds. Let's let's call it that. But I know eighty year olds where this is a lesson for. And um, it's just really fun to be able to work on material that um, speaks on so many different levels, and um, and this this show was was one of them. You're st I had that exact experience. Like I was, you know, doing my sign-off letter to, to to Princess Celestia, and it was like, you know, dear Princess Celestia, sometimes I realize that I don't like some of my friends' friends, but that's okay because you can't control who your friends are friends with. And like that day, it mirrored something that went down with a friend of mine whose friend I didn't like. And I'm like, these are these are lessons for everybody. They really absolutely. are. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Aww. Well, thank you for inviting me. It was really it was terrific, and um, and good I'm luck so to all of you. Happy to catch up with you, John. You look so fantastic. Give my love to your family. And maybe after COVID is over, we can all grab a drink and Well, absolutely. Hi. My gosh. What what will that be like? I don't know. <laughs> what Al almost normal. Like? Almost yeah. normal, I guess. All right. Cheers. John, I adore you. Thank you so much cheers. for coming. Thank you. Bye, John. Bye -bye. Thank you. So we are um, in the middle of our illustrious pony episode, a show that is incredibly important to people all over the world. And um, I initially didn't know how important it was until I learned about bronies on Twitter and who these people are and who they really are in their hearts. And um, I've met a lot of incredible, incredible fans, incredible people with really moving stories. Um, Greg, I'm sorry, I have to do this intro because it means so much to me. My favorite fan that I ever met is with us today, and her name is Emma. So Emma. say hello Hi. to Emma, Mr. Sipes. Hi, Emma. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I love her so much. I can't look at her smile and not smile. She's just <laughs> so beautiful inside and out. And um, I'm sure during the show, we'll get into 
the fandom and, and who the fans are of this show, but they are the most vocal, the most diverse um, fandom I've ever seen. It's people from all over the world, all ages, and um, they are the sweetest fans. They come together like no other fandom, especially for charitable causes. I had two friends with children uh, with cancer and the Bronies came together and raised half a million dollars for these families. Um, and they send out like messages on Twitter. Hey, so-and-so is in trouble, needs a place to stay, needs a place to live, or just needs a friend to talk to. And um, they're just there for each other because sadly they mostly understand bullying, which of mm. course, as you know, is a very strong um, platform for me. I, I just don't comprehend bullies. I don't have the patience for them. They um, hurt people in ways that is lasting and horrible. And if, if there's anything I can do on this planet while I'm here is try to discourage bullying and look at what's really making you unhappy and stop punishing other people for living their lives and living their truths. Um, and uh, a horrible bullying story came to my attention um, from a girl named Anna. And she contacted me through my agent, I believe at first, and said, uh, my sister is in trouble. She's a really, really big My Little Pony fan. She's an amazing artist. Um, she's in the hospital right now. She was horribly bullied. Um, Emma, if you don't mind my sharing, that you tried to take your own life and you were really, really depressed and really sad. And um, I have heard many times that uh, someone's a great artist or whatever. And so, of course, I said I'd be happy to check out her work. And she said she can't be on the phone right now because she's in the hospital, but you can contact her through her Facebook page. The first time I saw Emma's art was on Facebook and I was blown away. This is not a case of me feeling sorry for someone. This is a case of Emma, you are an extraordinary talent. You are an amazing talent. You are an incredible artist. Everybody nice. will know your name. One day you will make a cartoon that you're going to put me in. Maybe Greg, maybe. <laughs> Come on. Um, <laughs> uh, my dream, my dream is, my dream is to work with you, Emma. One day in, in animation, you have a huge, huge future. She is such a natural gift. Um, I'm so proud to know her. Um, and I did reach out on Facebook and she was very happy. Emma, what did you think when I first contacted you? Oh, I was absolutely blown away by it. <laughs> I didn't expect it at all. And it made, it made me so happy. <laughs> I love it so much. And so we did. We started communicating a little bit. And then, you know, life gets busy and um, whatever. I, I had sort of lost touch for a little bit. And a, a couple months later, I had checked in again. And Anna said, she's really not doing well. Um, we're so happy that you checked again. Um, but she's just really depressed. And I said, you know what? Why don't you bring her to BronyCon? It's coming up. Mm. And I think Anna was like, what's that? <laughs> I think she knew what it was at first. And I said, you know, the beautiful thing about fans at these conventions is that they embrace each other. So Emma loving ponies won't seem weird because everybody there loves ponies. So let's bring her. And Anna said, you know, I think that would be good for her, but um, she won't travel without me and the hospital wouldn't let her go without my mom. And it's just very expensive. They live in Belgium to fly everyone out. And I think five minutes later, I put out a tweet to help get Emma and her sister and mama to BronyCon in Baltimore, right? Was it Baltimore? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And 
I don't know, within a couple hours, we had $3,000 and three tickets paid uh, for. <laughs> um, the fans came together and brought her out. And um, when uh, Anna said that you were traveling, she said to me, I want you to know, like, I know you meet a lot of fans, but she's still you know, very sad and maybe fragile. And, you know, I don't know what to expect. And I said, I got this, I got this. And the very first time I laid eyes on Emma, she was sitting at the BronyCon panel for Tara Strong. There's a Tara Strong panel. I don't know. There was thousands of people there. And Emma and her sister and mom, who are all gorgeous, you're the most beautiful family ever, <laughs> were sitting in the front row. And, and I saw them and I brought with me a derpy pony plushie, um, and for those of you who don't know, Greg, I know you don't know because you don't even know what character I play on this show. Do you? I know everything that needs to be known. What what character what character do I play on this show? I don't want to get I don't want to give it away. We've got much more to Emma, get into. In this Emma, show. <laughs> can you please tell Greg what character I play on the show? <laughs> Twilight Sparkle. Thank you, Twilight Sparkle. Okay, Greg. I knew okay. that. I knew that. Uh, do you know Do you know who Derpy is? It's a cool name. <laughs> Cool so Der Derpy, Derpy is a pony that everybody glommed onto because she was drawn accidentally wrong. One eye up and one eye down. And Aww. she was kind of left in the background and people fell in love with her because she was so darn cute. And it, it was sort of um, a cr like a battle cry to all people that are feeling bullied that like you can be so lovable and perfect is boring and look how awesome this character is. And they made her a character on the show. I'm like, so I had also, I'm like Derpy. I'm like the Derpy. No, you're not. You're way, no, no. Derpy's really cute, innocent, sweet. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I had a Derpy pony plushie to give her. And before we even started, I said to um, the fans, thank you to everyone who contributed. And if it's okay with you, I want to bring Emma on stage. <laughs> Emma, what were you thinking at that moment? Were you like, she's crazy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I was I was really scared at that point but also like really happy and then being on that stage and seeing everyone and feeling all the love was just absolutely amazing I was so it really happy was then. there was like three thousand people screaming yeah. for her <laughs> knowing her story and knowing how how hard it was to get her there and then our hug on stage was like my favorite hug ever um, oh. And I felt like she was just collapsed into my arms and I held her so tight and I kept her by my side the entire weekend. I mean, you sat and signed autographs with me. And and by the way, the brony community is also often a very good looking community. I'm like, a brony. I'm, I'm a brony. No, you're not. You don't even know. You didn't even know I was Twilight Sparkle. So I'm all about dor Dorpy. 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 Yeah, you're Dorpy. <laughs> like you. Um. By the way, the fans will not now draw Dorpy, which is... Greg's OC. Greg, do you know what the word OC means? Is that a dorpy? <laughs> Emma, can you please explain to Greg what an OC is? Uh, it's an original character, usually from the show. Right. So Emma, by the way, drew the most amazing art of her OC and my OC hugging. Emma, by the way, can you tell everybody where they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter, what your name is on social oh, yeah. media? On uh, Instagram, it's graphicsarts. So anyways, you can see the art she, she drew of our characters just totally in love with each other, just like we are in real life. And there was a super hot army dude that came over with like a Pinkie Pie tattoo. And he said to Emma, like, just so you know, when I was younger, I got bullied and look at me now. And he was so cute. <laughs> and people wanted her autograph. And um, 
how long, how many years ago was that BronyCon, Emma? Um, I think four years ago now. It's been such an honor to watch you grow and flourish. You became a first time auntie. Yeah. <laughs> you no. got into art school for college. Indeed. <laughs> you have a very cute boyfriend. <laughs> you are a hero to me. Um, I want people to know that Emma is there for me at any hour. If I'm going through a rough time, she's there for me just as much as I am for her. This is a, a real friendship. And I, I love you so much, Emma. And I'm so proud of you that you overcame really, really hard circumstances. And you're such a success story to other little girls and boys who are bullied. And I just want you to know that I am so honored to, to call you friend. And I'm really thankful that you came on this show today. Thank you so much. That means the world. You're just an amazing. You are. I, I love you so, so much. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. I love you too. <laughs> Is there anything you want to tell everybody about like what My Little Pony means to you and why, why that it's sort of My Little Pony really saved you? Oh, yeah, it definitely did. Um, I started watching it when I was like 11 years old at the time. And it, I, I kept on watching it until until it stopped. Um, and yeah, the older I became, the more um, people didn't accept it. Uh, for example, in school or even my parents in the beginning didn't like it. And I got bullied in school really badly for liking it. And um, let me that add obviously, what? <laughs> let me add them. Uh, that, you know, that really brought me down and stuff. But then later on, when I was like 12 or 13 years old, I um, started to go online more. And I realized that there is an entire community of people who also like these things. And these people were people that, you know, encourage others to do what they love and are always like really positive and, and such. And I felt really loved. I made a ton of amazing friends online. And it really made me, um, it really made me draw more because like people were, even though my drawings were absolute crap. No, I, that's not true. They were when I was younger. Mm -mm. <laughs> and people just encouraged me to keep on drawing. And that's how I became better and didn't lose hope to, to draw. And look at me now, I'm in art school. <laughs> She's in art wow. school. <laughs> I waited what? so long for that. Amazing! You deserve it. I'm. I mean, every. I hope every network watches this and offers you a job because you're so. She's such a brilliant talent. Yes, artist. and that's perfect because she she can now draw Dorpy into the world, and then I could have another Emma, new role. To Emma, play. can you make the Dorpy pony? Emma? That's good. I will. Okay, that's okay. my bro. I'm a brony, you know, right? You I'm know a what? Brony okay, now. wait, wait. Dorpy's this is a brony. Wait, wait, Dorpy's wait. a brony. This is what we're gonna do. This is what we're gonna do, Emma. Okay is going to draw a Dorpy pony and then she's going to autograph it and we're going to auction it on Twitter and uh, we're going to give the proceeds to an anti-bullying charity. I'd love that. Would you do that for us, Emma? Oh, I would absolutely love to. And make him look like me. <laughs> okay. but, but cute, but Handsome, cute. Handsome with a, like a goat, like a beard. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, cool John Lennon glasses. That's so cool. I'm going to do it. Um, do you have messages for young kids that 
were bullied that feel like they're that they're not worth living that they're hopeless like what kind of message would you give to someone that maybe little you if you could talk to kids like that um I would just say uh people are mean and stupid especially kids and there's like no reason to like actually listen to them like they don't know like what people are capable of like if you're in a dark place they don't know what you're capable of and the only thing they want is to bring you down um and that's just how people are they're mean <laughs> so i just i just really want like people to know that they shouldn't stop doing what they love even if they feel like they're not good enough at it and just keep on going life literally gets better you just have to like wait for it a bit <laughs> and work for it i guess i agree but things do get better I wish I could hug her. Don't you wish you could hug her? Yeah, space hug. <laughs> space hug. Oh, we love you. Emma, do you have other stuff you want to show us? Like drawings and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Do you understand this girl, Emma? Yeah. Oh, you're wow. such a gift. You're such a gift. Um, you got to do some Shippacho art. Do wait, some wait, wait. Greg, Greg, do you know what it is if she created this character as of herself. Do you know what it's called? That's amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> that's her OC. Oh yeah, that's her OC. <laughs> yeah. Look, oh, do you have the picture of us together? Where's the pinky oh. promise one? So I I was in a pretty dark place one night and she was there for me and we made this promise to each other that we would never let each wow. other feel alone. And we made this little pinky promise and then she drew it. I really want to, I've been lazy about it, but I, I mean, not that I've been lazy, I've been lazy but I want to build a website um, with the pinky promise and just let people know that they're not alone. And maybe you pick one person that, you know, you always reach out to if you're not feeling great. That's yeah. us. Oh, you know what else Emma's done? She's amazing. Um, there's been two charitable causes that um, she drew, you know, just for free to help raise money for these charities. Um, one is for orange ribbons for Jamie and um, <clears throat> my friends, Fred and Jen Gutenberg lost their daughter, Jamie in the Parkland shooting. And um, she was an incredible dancer. Um, every year they have these dance-a-thons to raise money for the charity orange ribbons set up by her parents after this tragedy. And we had a dance competition or a dance party, I should say at a, at a con and um we were, I asked her to create um, art for the con that we could um, give away at the party. And so anyone that donated to wow. get to the party, they donated straight to Orange Ribbons for, for Jamie, and then they got um, an art piece signed. So because it was myself and um, Mario <laughs> was there. And, and so we had a few different artists, but everybody wanted this one. Everybody picked this one at the- Look at the, look at the at dress the, um, blown in the wind. That's amazing. All that is just, mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> yeah, so she designed that for free to give away the fans. And then there was another anti-bullying campaign picture that she created. If I say, hey, will you do this for a charity? She's like, yep, yep. She just does it. She's no joke. She's such a brilliant artist. Like, you better hope she's going to hire you one day, Greg, because she's going to be well, like- she, look. She's already creating an OC for me, a Dorpy. A Dorpy. <laughs> a Dorpy OC, original character. I don't know if you knew what that meant. 
means original character. And I don't know, Dorpy is the new Greg Sipes brony character that's entering into the new My Little Pony season 25. And it's going to be amazing. Dorpy, it's Dorpy and friends. Dorpy and the ponies. Um, Twilight Sparkles is his girlfriend. I'm shipping it right now. Oh. Dorpy, I want all the shippers out there right now. Twilight Sparkles is in love with Dorpy. She can't get enough of him. And Dorpy, so the two of us, thing. so the two of us together are dorky. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Perfect. Draw all of that, please. <laughs> that. Oh Draw. my god! In the pony world, <laughs> ship, marry, kill. Pick a character for every one of them. This is such a dumb game. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves it. <laughs> Uh, Shit, Mary, kill in the pony world. Go ahead. You know you got it. And don't you dare say kill Dorp. Um, I I would chip Discord and Fluttershy. Uh, I would kill Celestia, I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like her. I don't know why. See? It's a great question for fans. Maybe on this show it's a good question. I would probably marry uh, King Sombra. Oh, God, I'm so sad she did not say Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Second like marriage. Saddest day of my life. Second marriage. Rank choice voting. <laughs> Emma, are you by yourself right now? Uh, no, I'm, I'm with my boyfriend. <laughs> I would like to meet this boy right now, please. Um, hi. <laughs> Two seconds. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Ooh, what a cutie you guys are so cute <laughs> thanks <laughs> what do you what are you guys up to today are you an artist too uh no 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 i just admire her work <laughs> because she's brilliant right yeah she is absolutely and she's the most beautiful and the most smartest and she's my sister and if you ever hurt her i will i will me and greg will we will right yeah, that guy's never it. gonna hurt. Me. <laughs> What's that accent, man? That's a cool accent. Um, I don't really have an accent from Belgium. I'm trying my best to speak English. Yeah, that's your oh, accent. Oh, you that's speak great. Awesome. English. Yeah, they're from Belgium. Great. Um, you're such a cutie patootie. <laughs> thanks. Thank you very much. And thanks, thanks for making my sister smile. That's a nice smile. <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> You guys are so adorable. You've drawn you two together. Yeah. <laughs> we are so, so, so happy that you joined us, Emma, and your cutie patootie boyfriend, Greg. Do you have anything you want to say to them? Just thank you for being on the show, and it's amazing to see uh, love in action like you two. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing to witness. I adore you. I love you. Thank Hello. you, sis. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Can't wait to see my dorp. My dorpy. Dorp, dorpy. Brony icon. She's like, Brony I am icon. not drawing dorpy. <laughs> yes, she is. Remember, we're auctioning it off. I know, I know. Sorry, Emma. Now you have to draw it. Okay. I have to draw it's dorpy. good. Or dorpy. And remember, handsome like me. <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so we are coming up to our cosplay section of the Ship It Show for My Little Pony. This is a huge, huge, huge part of the fandom. Um, there's, I don't know, probably a million cosplayers out there that have done My Little Pony. So um, we just picked a few that we found online because I'm like, mm, 
those girls are really gorgeous and really awesome and I want them on our show. So will you please introduce yourself? I'm just going on order of my screen. So Tina, you go first. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media, on your Instagram, TikTok, um, <laughs> Twitter, follow, whatever your name is on social everything, media. Everything, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys. My name is Tina. I am a huge fan of Fluttershy, obviously, as you can tell. <laughs> I started watching the show when it aired, actually. So I kind of have been paying attention since ever since it started. <gasps> uh, and uh, I also have sisters who cosplay from the show. So we're like a big pony cosplay family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. We'll definitely share those pictures. And oh, what's your should. name on Instagram? How do people find you? Tina Chan. It's super easy to find me. Just Tina Chan. <laughs> okay, everywhere. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, and Nasara, tell everyone where they can find you. Hi, my name is Nasara Reigns, and you can find me at Nasara Reigns on all social media platforms and Sorry Not Sorry on TikTok. Oh my gosh, you guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, Nasara, let's start with you. Tell us um, what got you into the show and then um, what your first cosplay was. Give us a little bit of your history with cosplay. So, um, what got me into the show was actually my little sisters. We had been watching My Little Pony since we were like super young, as long as I can remember, but it was like the original animated show. Um, she was watching um, she was watching the new one in her room and I came in and I saw it and I sat down and watched it with her. And it was just kind of a thing we did together. And it was perfect timing, honestly, because I had just transferred to a new school in a new area. So it was honestly that show for me because I had like no friends. Um, I got into cosplay quite some time ago, um, but I just started, honestly, recently um, doing it basically full-time. I don't get paid to do it, but it's kind of been like my life since COVID started. Oh, wow. So that's when you really started hitting it full-time. And do you make your own things? Do you put stuff together? How, did you, how do you decide what characters? Your, your Instagram is absolutely gorgeous. How do you decide what characters you're going to do and what's your process? Thank you. So honestly, I just cosplay characters that are from my childhood that I love the most I just kind of go by what I have in my closet okay so I look in there I'm like I see rarity let's pull it out um that's kind of how my process is I do make my stuff now I just started um I did a Wonder Woman cosplay and made the chest piece and headband um, um I saw that this morning <laughs> You're so stunning. We should share the screen and show that. <gasps> Greg understands who this woman is. It's so hot. You're Jared. so hot. It's Thank a little you. ridiculous. And if you aren't getting paid now, you should soon. I mean, you're I mean, you're just I don't know how it works with cosplay getting recognized and selling prints and stuff like that. It's obviously more challenging now that there aren't cons, but you should definitely stick with it because you're just extraordinary. But yeah, that was my first time making something for cosplay. Wow. Look at her. Oh wow. my God. Okay, wait, there's another one. This the second one that I saw earlier. It's like a little video. Yes, play this. Oh, oh, oh. Uh-oh. Are you? What? That is so hot. <laughs> oh my goodness. You look amazing. Uh Thank you. But it was, it was so much fun. I've never made anything for cosplay up until that point. And I'm low-key addicted. That was honestly the funnest thing I've ever done. And I'm so excited to make another cosplay. Well, oh, this time it was just pieces. I loved it so much. You're so, so gorgeous. I love it. Um, Greg, do you know what pony she's, she's dressed as today? 
Another question for our, our adoring audience. Um, I want to make sure they know first before I chime in and just give. Should we give him? Should we give him three choices? Should we give him three choices? Yes. Okay. Is she dressed as Twilight Sparkle? Huh. Is she dressed as Pinkie Pie? Is she dressed as Danger Pony or Rarity? That was four choices. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, since I'm a big fan of Sparkle, I know it's one of you all is Sparkle. <laughs> oh. that, that's that's Sparkle. No, it's not Twilight Sparkle. I meant the Nasara, Nasara, I apologize. I apologize. How there is no, there is no, there is no Twilight Sparkle on the screen right now. That's so you, it's on my screen on the wall over here. I have a, no, like a big screen. You don't even no, see it. Look, look, no, don't. look. <laughs> we don't see anything except your lies. Right there. <laughs> no, Nasara, do you want to tell him who you've been been inspired by on the show? I am Miss Rarity. Um, yeah, so um, I'm Rarity. She's all about sparkles standing out shining in fashion i thought you were gonna get it because her name is rarity and i feel like this just screams like rare i know you are, that's no i also, was gonna say that tara didn't even give me a chance to drop rarity sparkle up on the, the mix <laughs> it's not rarity sparkle it's not <laughs> oh my god i'm sparkle. so sorry i'm so sorry okay tina i represent the people that don't know nothing no that's not who our audience is <laughs> Tina, um, we <laughs> will you um, wait, 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 Greg, do you know who Tina is dressed as? Out of those four, she was number three. <laughs> Tina, I apologize. Would you like to tell Greg who you are and what inspired you to dress like this? I'm Fluttershy, our favorite shy pony, and I cosplayed her because I feel like. Uh, I could relate to her a lot growing up. And even sometimes to this day, I'm actually more shy than outgoing. So it was just like a win-win situation for me. And the way she's kind and so humble, I think it really reflected me. So she's just all yay. <laughs> oh, she wow. is all yay. yay. Was, she your, was she your first um, cosplay character? Oh, no, no. Um, uh, my first cosplay was Chi from Chobits, but she was my first MLP cosplay because right now I'm working on Celestia so Celestia is going to be the next one (laughs) and do you make them yourself yes I do so foam wings here a cast of the element of kindness no this is amazing how did you make that I made like a mold and then I cast it and then it used to lit up but the battery went flat obviously before the show (laughs) so it actually lit up too Um, do you have some pictures of you at your cosplay school so that's fascinating to me oh i do i have like one uh let's see at tinamarie.com what happens at cosplay school like do y'all cosplay all day long like (laughs) oh it's more like yeah, we change outfits all day. No, it's more like uh, being taught how to do different uh, things and create the creativity. And mm-hmm. we get a lot of like a guest um, guest cosplayers who's been cosplaying for a while. And then we have panels, and we're also talking about cosplay internationally. Mm. Um, and it's very fun. That must be so yeah. fun. Oh yeah! If you wanted to Look see the how gorgeous <laughs> you are, oh <laughs> it's a lot of League of Legends and Boku no Hero My right now. <laughs> God, very cool. 
I think Greg just keeled over of a heart attack. Oh, gosh. Well, I know where I'm going to go get my <laughs> master's degree. Oh, gosh. <laughs> cosplay college, baby. Oh, I know oh it's God. been so long since I cosplayed Fluttershy. It's been six years ago. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh. I took it out from the back of my shed. Oh, no <laughs> Just way. to take it on. So that's why there's no recent Fluttershy photos. But after tonight, I'm going to spam all of my social media with Fluttershy. Our third cosplayer is here with us. Um, it's his first Zoom ever. Say hello to the world. Hello. <laughs> I'm a little shy. Sorry. Can you, can you tell everybody your name and how they find you on social media? Uh, Metal Slammer on Instagram. That's probably like the no. only. I don't have like a Facebook page or nothing like that. So it's just Metal Slammer <laughs> on Instagram. I know, Thanks. right? So cute. Are you in full costume? Can we see more of you? No, I couldn't get the wings. So it's just. A... <sighs> All right. Okay. We'll take it. I, mean, we'll take I have it. the wings. Right? Yeah, you have it. <laughs> yeah, he's got natural wings. What should we call you? Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, tell us how you started doing cosplay and what interested you and in, and how you found My Little Pony. I've been going to Comic-Con like since like the 90s, but um, I didn't really get into cosplay when I first went to Anime Expo like in 2010, because there everybody was in cosplay. So it's like I got excited, like, okay, you know, I have to do this now because like literally everyone was in cosplay. At Comic-Con, you see it, but not that much back in the day. But and um, for My Little Pony, like, I mean, always been a fan of the 80s stuff. I had my doubts when I saw it coming back, I was like, eh. Cause I'm more of like the old school eighties, He-Man, you know, Rainbow Bright, all that stuff. Then I started watching the show and I was like, oh, this is really cute. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Show. yeah. It is, it's so yeah. cute. And you're so yeah. cute. Where are you, where are you living? SoCal, San Diego. Oh, San Diego. So you've been to the big Comic-Con too. Yeah. That's really yeah, I've been fun. going you for guys... years. Oh, have you That's... seen me and Greg there? Cause Greg and I go sometimes, right Greg? <sighs> This is the first so. year we haven't gone in 20 years. I know, years. it's the first year. It's so true. <laughs> I've been to Comic-Con San Diego for 20 years straight, except for this year. Yeah. Oh. It's really sad to not have cons this year and to connect um, yeah. with fans. Um, but this feels like a con, though. I feel like we're at a con, yeah. like an, inter an intimate <laughs> little con where there's now like a cool element of a cosplay college that I'm going to be going to very soon. You're going to have to own a dorm room near totally. you. Totally. <laughs> Come to Norway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do not do not encourage him. We mm. don't want this. Mm. We don't want this. Like cosplay people, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, can you guys tell me a little bit about going to cons dressed as these characters and and some of your favorite stories that you that you've had experienced cosplaying? So my first con, I only been to one, but it was such an amazing experience. I felt like all my childhood, you know, like fantasies in one little box, especially not just, you know, going dressed up because I want a supergirl. But like seeing everyone else, I saw Elsa and my little pony characters. And I was just like, please just stay there for one second. So it was really amazing. Um, I don't know. It's just something special about becoming a character that you've always dreamed of. Because growing up, you hear you can be anything you want. Then you grow up and you find out that's not exactly true. But with cosplay, you can make it true. And that's amazing. It's so cool and so fun. It's so true. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or girl, old, young, where you're from, color of your skin, who you worship, who you love. Like everybody is welcome and encouraged body types. Like it doesn't matter. And that's why I love cons because nobody's weird because everybody's weird and we all just it's hug so each other. Comforting. 
brace so the comforting. <laughs> Dressing up as these characters also is very comforting. It gives you a lot of support because all of a sudden you have like the energy of that character as a part of you and you feel totally it. like Tina yeah. was saying in her real life. Well, in your real life, you might be shy and then you're playing a shy character. Yeah, that too. So I could relate. But sometimes when I did Tomb Raider, for example, that was completely different, right? Yeah. And I remember like my attitude kind of changed. I felt more like, <laughs> if you know what I mean, I was ready to tackle anything. And I wasn't afraid to get dirty. I was just running across like the river and for photos and everything. It was so cool. Wow. <laughs> and do you... um when you cosplay these characters with your sisters or your friends, do you guys um, go out as these characters, interact as these characters? Do you sort of live as, as these characters for the day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my sister did Pinkie Pie and my other sister did Rarity and also Twilight Sparkle. So I mentioned oh. about our little thing today and she, I was like, you should, guys should come over. But oh, my other yeah. sister was busy and my sister said she wasn't too happy with her Twilight. So she kind of sold it. Oh, and I was no. like, no. And she was like, I want to redo Twilight Sparkle and everything. But oh. back to the point, when we <laughs> go to cons, uh, it's like the best feeling ever because we're hoping that we're finding like people with the same interest as us. So when we're My Little Pony characters, we get approached by other people who are a fan of My Little Pony. And we have gotten like a huge circle of new friends who have become some of, uh, of our best friends to this date, mm -hmm. which is so lovely. It is lovely. And particularly in the pony community, the cosplayers oh, yes. and the brony community is such an inclusive, beautiful Pony, like it really is um, the epitome of friendship. This, the yeah. My Little Pony community. Comic um, Cons are a holy place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are. they are. They're so special. They really are. I've met um, some of my best friends at Comic Cons as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, like my my friend Tom Felton from Harry Potter. We've been friends for almost like eighteen years because we met at a, a Comic Con. Yeah. Slept on my floor for the first time he came to LA. Wow. Like you didn't you didn't months. think he was a good enough friend for a couch or an extra bed? Actually, no, no, no. My, I gave him my bed. Oh, okay. I did. I did. You could ask him. We'll have <laughs> okay. him on. We'll, we will. We'll, we'll have him on. Okay, good. <laughs> Rose good. McGowan, whether you love her or hate her, she became one of my best friends from I met her at a Comic Con. And it's wow, Comic Cons are such holy places. Well, because it it it's they're eclectic. You know, yeah. it's like you could meet a famous wrestler at a Comic-Con and a famous comic book artist and writers. Which, and yeah. it's just all about um, creativity and, and celebrating all these shows and, and things that people love so much. Diversity, um, so much beauty and diversity. Yeah, it's so true. And um, so during COVID, I want to hear like how much you guys have been um, using cosplay to keep busy and stuff during these times. I have been cosplaying since COVID started. It's kind of been like my saving grace because I honestly, you can get in such a dark place being in the same place for so long. And for me, I was an RA trapped on campus with like only contact with the nine international students there. So that was like, a really weird place to be in and um, having cosplay really kept, kept me sane during that and being able to, you know, kind of leave my world for just a little bit to become another character and live in their world. Um, it was a really awesome experience and especially from what came from it because um, prior to that, I didn't like, no one knew who I was and I'm not saying I'm big or anything, but like now people know me, they see me, they hear me. So that's a really, really cool experience that definitely couldn't have imagined and probably 
wouldn't have happened if COVID, you know, didn't strike because I definitely wouldn't have had the time to cosplay as much as um, I have been. I love that you use your time to make um, people happy. People love looking at great cosplay and enjoying it, right? That's the other thing about cons. When you guys see little kids looking up to you and thinking you're actually those characters wanting to take pictures. It's so sweet. (laughs) What about you, Tina? Have you been doing um, a lot during COVID? Oh, I've actually been trying to keep busy a lot because I... As I told you about the schools, uh, those closed actually during the Uh first semester of this year. Uh, So what I did to keep busy was obviously crafting. And I also got to spend more time with my sisters because we're one household. So we could actually spend more time together. Mm -hmm. And we kind of felt like disconnected for a little while. But actually this year we've gotten to connect even further. And we decided actually to take the characters and place them where they belong, like in the forest where there's no people and so on. Because that was allowed in Norway at the time just not being, you know, around people. (laughs) Right, right. So that's what we did. We took uh, characters that we love and we went up to the Norwegian mountains and so on and took photos like Princess Mononoke. That's what we did. We placed a pretty place and that's what we did to keep busy. So crafting. I love that. (laughs) I love that. What a great use of time during a crazy, crazy time. How about you, Charlie? Yeah, I've been been busy. I just been doing photo shoots in my room. So it's kind of for my camera, <laughs> my phone camera. So it's kind of easy. I mean, the thing about some of these, some of these costumes, like I could just put on and I don't have to worry about walking in them because they'll fall apart. Oh, <laughs> so easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy and stuff like that. And, <laughs> and you're walking around a con sometimes, like your cosplay is kind of like funky <laughs> in other people's pictures. So I don't have to worry about that. So I can just. Yeah, you can make it. You can make yeah. it perfect. And obviously, you've been working out during this time too. Oh yeah, easy. Still got yeah, them going. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't care about the gym. If no gym, no problem. I got my own workout stuff at home. And yeah, same here. Same a bunch here. of ways to work out. So same here. Yeah. Um, Greg, do you want to ask your favorite question? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I was about to say no con, no problem because Shipper shows like a con in a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Do you want to ask your favorite question? <laughs> <laughs> no con, no problem. Tune into the Ship It Show. Okay. Ship, marry, or kill in the pony world. Go ahead, character. Ship, marry, or kill. Okay, Tina, I'm going to make you vote, go first. <laughs> who do you, oh, no. who would you want to marry and who do you want to kill on My oh, Little Pony? No. Would it be cliche if I said I'd marry Discord? <laughs> No, we we had we had John on. He is pretty oh. handsome. He came on yeah. and I was like, um, you look really, 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 really handsome. <laughs> oh John my god. Ship yeah. Discord, okay. Yeah. Mary. I would have to say after I saw Twilight Sparkle go completely maniac in that one episode with the little puppet thing mm-hmm. and the way she's progressed, I would marry Twilight. Good, good choice. Um mm-hmm. and who do I kill? How that's so mean. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, oh, there's, got, there's gotta be one pony you could do without. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> She's like, don't make Fluttershy pick the pony that no. dies. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's so difficult. Holy Aww. they'll come back. It's Love so never bad. dies. Love never dies. They'll come back. Yeah, you don't have, yeah, to, have to cartoons don't die. That's right. Exactly. Get resurrected instantly. No. Had to be Nightmare Moon. Nightmare Moon. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, good, good, good. Do you know who Nightmare Moon is, Greg? Tell me about Nightmare okay, Moon. Okay, okay. 
Um, <laughs> Nasara, ship, marry, kill. So automatically, I'd kill Pinkie Pie. But to be fair, she was my favorite <laughs> pony when I was little. So I okay. say that with as much love as possible. As possible. Um, I would marry Fluttershy because she's so caring and sweet. And, like the way she treats like just amazing. I I ship, I, that was her. a good yay. That was a good yay. Ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, we did ship. Mary, Mary, kill, kill. Oh yeah, I got them all. Um, Charlie. All right. Um, ship would be uh, Applejack because she's strong. Um, kill would probably be Twilight Sparkle. Twilight <gasps> <laughs> 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 Sparkle. That's why. So. Dear Princess Celestia, send help. <laughs> what do you mean? Kill Twilight Sparkle. What and have we done? <laughs> Mary would be Fluttershy. Oh, cute. You're getting married today, Fluttershy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> finally. <laughs> I, I think you want to marry Applejack now, though, because she, she'd do all the work, so. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait I a minute. Gonna... I need to know what you <laughs> Hey, Greg, do you, know, do you know what MLP stands for? My little pony. <laughs> yes. Yay. Okay, good. I'm so glad. You I'm all about Fluttershy, baby, and uh, all of y'all. So I appreciate. You only said you. all I, y'all. By the way, I am an official <laughs> official brony. No, I have not. an OC. I have an OC original character named Drew. Drew, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your OC's name? Droopy, droopy. Droopy. Oh, droopy. you just you just changed it. <laughs> what was it? You said his name was Dorpy. Dorpy, yes. And that he shipped Twilight, so together they're dorky. But he ships more than just Twilight. He's got a lot of oh. love to share. That's why he's oh. so big in the Brony universe. That's why I'm an oh. icon in the Brony universe. So <laughs> he's a playa like you. He's a pony playa like you. Uh. Can guess what his cutie mark looks like. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Greg, do you know what a cutie mark is? No, want to see mine? <laughs> well, at least it's in yeah. the right area. A uh, cutie mark? Um, <laughs> he just guessed right. He no, just no, it's like a right. tattoo. It's like a tattoo on the on the like a like a brand, right? Like on the on the pony's butt. Is that what that is? Okay, I guess we. What do you think, guys? Do we accept this answer? I think we can accept yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bro. I know so. that's the first question a brony would know. You know, give me more. Give me harder questions. Give me harder questions. You guys are allowed to pick a date for your ship. We're going to start with Charlie this time. A date? Where do you take your ship date? Probably to the train train tracks. Train train tracks. tracks. Yeah. Don't worry, he'll dash in, save them from the train. (laughs) Okay. He's an adventurous one. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, Nasara, where is your ship date going? Okay. So in the show, I don't really have like a romantic relationship that I love, but I love Fluttershy and Rarity's friendship like literally so much. So we're going to go on a friend date. First, we're going to start at the spa because that's, you know, that's their spot. And then after that, we're going to go shopping. And even though she doesn't really want to get her hands dirty, we'll go to the zoo or the forest or something to help out with the animals so that way Fluttershy can have a good time. And then after... We'll go and we'll gossip about the other ponies and we'll let Fluttershy feel bad about the gossiping. Um, <laughs> I want to go. I want to go on this date. Can you pick Twilight for this date? I know. Yes, Twilight um, Char- can come. I know Charlie wants to kill me, but before I die, <laughs> I want to go. Um, and Der- Derpy wants to go too. 
Derpy? Derpy is a different pony. You're not Derpy. Derpy yeah. is an actual pony. You're Derpy, Derpy is the person we are gossiping about all the girls that he yeah. inside. That's why I said Derpy. I want Derpy to be there. Oh my God. That's my OC. That's my OC. Okay, <sighs> calm down. Tina, where are you taking your ship date? Oh my God, Nasara answered so perfectly. It was she so really perfect. Did. She I was really... like, holy. <laughs> I know, she was real. She put some thought into that. Like, yeah, what? It did. Well, Greg, Greg Sipes can't be in the world, honey. <laughs> you can't pick Greg Sipes' date right now. Let's pick something else. You weren't You weren't the ship choice. <gasps> That's just, what? No. That's not no. what she DM'd Tina, me. Tina yeah. just ignore him. <laughs> and if he DMs you, block him, okay? <laughs> no school for you. <laughs> no, I was thinking to take a, a romantic train trip to the Crystal Empire. Oh, I thought that would be nice. Yeah, I felt like we didn't date. see too much about Crystal Empire. I kind of wanted to see more. So while taking a cozy train ride, you get to see a lot of pretty scenery and maybe see the Crystal Empire be corrupted again. Who knows? <laughs> wow. Like time. Time. wow. I like that. I like that a lot. Just so we remember to do this, to have everybody say what their um, Instagram and or TikTok Twitter names are so we don't forget. Let's start with Charlie this time. Metal Slammer on Instagram. Nice. Yo! That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> and what's, what's your next cosplay going to be? Oh, next cosplay. Hold on. Damn, um, put him on the spot. She Hulk, She Hulk. There. She Hulk. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen soon. You gotta make. You gotta make that happen. You just gotta decide that's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not good with body paint, so. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Greg Sipes knows a little bit about green body paint, don't you? I do, yo, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Tina, where can everybody find you? Tina Chan on Instagram and Tina Maria Reese on all the other platforms. <laughs> okay, Nasara. So on all platforms, you can find me at Nasara Reigns and also Sara, not Sara, if you want to go to like my main cosplay account on TikTok. Oh, I love it. You guys are so beautiful and fun. And I appreciate you putting yourself out there and embracing these characters. Um, it's so inspiring and you guys look great. And thank you for sharing your stories with us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so for cool. having so Thank amazing you. to be here. Oh, so I love it. Don't you love cosplayers? They're the best. <laughs> you are. all are the best. Um magical hey, world. Greg, do you know do you know who Tina's cosplaying? Thanks for coming on the stupid show, guys. I love y'all. We'll next week. Make sure to subscribe, uh, like, share, and hit the little button mm. for alerts. And uh, yeah, that's it. Wow, that was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for joining on our Pony Palooza. Greg, what did you learn today? I learned about uh, OC, original characters. I learned that uh, I am now the icon of Brony World. The Brony World has Dorp, Dorps, and that, that is coming. Remember, you can buy the picture that she's gonna draw. I learned that Tara is Twilight Sparkle. I learned, I learned <laughs> that John is a master and uh, he's a master sailor. Um, I learned that the power of ponies is uh, one of the biggest magical healing energies on planet Earth, and it's rad. It really is. You know why? Because uh, it's awesome. Because friendship is magic. That's what I was going to say. You didn't let me get it out. (laughs) Join us for part two of our pony episode. All the love for My Little Pony on The Shippet Show. (laughs) 
please, if you love the Ship of Chill, like, follow, subscribe, and tune in every week. Yeah, and hit that little bell so you know when we have a new video. Yeah, hit that bell.